inside this whip. He rained out his burner. Mama looking at me, crying. She asking when they can stop the murder. Till when did they first stop burning? Till there was no more hurdles. Pop green up, no kernels. This lean designer, no Virgil. No Tesla, I'm a mega pilot. They told my homie, so I got a break of silence. Welcome back, man. It's a hardware report. A little later on a Sunday than usual, but you know, had to readjust the timeline to make sure we give out the content. But we're here, man. I made it. I made it. So, um, well, we all made it, I should say. I don't know why I'm talking about myself so highly, but at any rate, we're going to get into the basketball top. Preseason started today. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, but maybe we can touch on it later on in the show. But uh, we have a lot of things we do want to talk about that have happened since last week's episode. So before we do all that, let's talk to the boys and see what we've been up to. Kev, what have you been up to, man? Talk to me. Uh, no, no, I'm good. Like, season's in, what, maybe about 14 days. I feel like training camp must have been three days long still because I actually started last week. And first game of preseason started today. So I'm excited. So it's probably the best time of the year right now. I agree. I agree. Chris, what are you up to, man? Yeah, but yo, I feel like this year the preseason is gonna be shit. Like I, I feel like usually man's would hoop. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Ball is getting into some dark, dark times, fam. Man's aren't expected to play basketball anymore, and it pains me. But that's how it goes. Still. Yeah, we'll see. Well, you can't expect anything from the vets, realistically. Still, but like not the vets, but like fam. Again, when you got man's like Dejounte Murray resting, for what? So let's start <laughs> there like, then. Let's start there. I don't know, bro. Let's start there then. That's a vet, I, brother. He's not a vet, vet. Bro. He's still a he's still a young buck. <laughs> he's a vet. He's first twenty four, fam. Like, and he's a vet. And he's a vet. I think he's twenty four. I feel a vet is four years. He's on like his fifth year now. Oh god. So let's start there then. Let's talk about some preseason expectations and notable players because again, like I everybody looks at preseason for their own reasons, right? Like I'm not I'm not one of those people that actually goes in and expects to see like quality basketball in preseason, but I mostly go to preseason to to understand rotations, starting lineups and kind of get a sense of who sits where in the rotation, right? Because I don't, I'm not one of those guys that day one wants to figure out that the guy I drafted on my fantasy team all of a sudden isn't starting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to do these, you have to make changes accordingly. So, I feel like that's what I go to preseason for. And, like, I feel like there's a lot of people that do that. Um, in terms of expectations, I don't have high expectations or really any expectations for preseason because I know it's bad basketball. Like, I was even surprised when they said that Anthony Davis was going to play today. Like, I just don't see the value in that, right? If you're going to play, then play. But, like, 10 minutes, like, you're just stretching your legs at that point. Like, you know what I mean? But, Again, like, I don't really have anything to, to say. His legs. Hmm? He's out there to stretch his legs. But That's it's like, like, really? Like, really? Well, yo, 10 for minutes? Me, for me, though, like, I'm only, the only time I care about preseason, when you're looking at teams like the Lakers, preseason means nothing. There's no point in watching that. Lakers, Nets, those type of teams, it means nothing. It means something for, for teams that, it's like in football, when you have the preseason, and men's are actually competing for like a starting QB or whatever the case is, and there's actual competition, then it makes some. It makes sense. Like it makes sense to pre in or or, or come in and see what's popping, or when you have something like a new addition, and that new addition is trying to ingratiate themselves on the team. I remember back when Harrison Barnes had that tragic preseason, and Dirk came out a couple of years later. Whenever he retired, he said, "Yo, like honestly, I thought this guy was shit." <laughs> like. I thought this guy would, I thought we wasted 20 M's, you know, because of that preseason and how bad he was. So it's like, yes, it is only preseason, but teams, like the, the people on the teams that like players are looking at it to see, like, what do we have? Who can we depend on? And what are the rules? Like, for that reason alone, I rate preseason. But when you're looking at teams where it's just defined and everything is just supposed to run as is, there's no point. Uh, to answer your question, I think, like, a team I want to look at, or teams, let me give an example, is, like, a Portland Trailblazers who made a coaching change to see, like, how they plan on playing. How is it going to be any different from the last coach? Dallas Mavericks, for example, right? We're going from Rick Carlisle to Jason Kidd, right? Like, how how are things going to be different? Or is it just going to be Luka for 24 seconds, either he shoots or he passes it type of shit? So that's kind of what I'm looking at. But, like, you can't, even in that, you can't get too much out of it when a guy like Luka might not even play. Right? Like, how can I judge the new system when Luca might not play, Chris Apps might not play, or on the other side, if I'm talking about Portland, Day might not play. It's just, I to, to, to Chris's point, like, there's less of an emphasis in the NBA 
on preseason than in the NFL because like you got 82 games still, right? Preseason's like three games, so they mean something and they're important. You have very little time to figure out what's going on. But like in the NBA, you got like 10 games once the season starts to figure shit out. Obviously, you don't want to start behind, but that's kind of how it's structured. But I feel like I feel like there's a divide in the NBA, right? Because I I do believe what you're saying is true. But I feel like the good teams are able to do that, but a mediocre team can't sacrifice 10 games to figure it out. Right? Like like for instance, like a team like Brooklyn, Lakers, whatever, cuz like they know at the end of the day, even when it comes down to seeding, it doesn't really matter. As long as they claim their home court advantage, they're pretty good. But I feel like a team like Denver, for instance, right? That has to go without one of their main players and kind of has to still figure out like how some of these players are going to fit into the rotation, how it's all going to work. They just paid MPJ. So what does that mean? Like, I feel like a team like that really does have to come out and and show something in preseason to get that chemistry because 10 games to them could be a very different scenario. But yo, basketball is a dangerous game, bro. Like we've seen man's go down off of like the smallest things, right? Like it's, I think I remember Chris Milton, like tore his quad in preseason, I think, or maybe it was in practice before him. Like, Basketball is a dangerous game, so at the same time, you don't want to waste man's too much. I hear what you're saying, though. You are trying to figure it out, but the mediocre teams most likely are not going to figure it out. Figure it out in those four preseason games to begin with. Still, so if you got a guy that you need to just not get slapped by twenty every night, I'm not playing him still. So the preseason is a scam. It's just a money making scam. No, that's not a money making scam. Man's are competing for rotation. Still, so if we're talking about. Like the people that we care about and things we want to see, it's kind of hard to make conclusions off of that. But it's not a scam. Men aren't really watching that. Sometimes they aren't even televised. Come on, that's a fact. I remember that the same that's, year you were talking about Harrison not... Barnes. I couldn't find one of the games for him. So we... and I had League Pass too, and tell me it's not televised. What the hell is that? No, no, it's not even televised. Sometimes they don't even have like. But usually announcers. that's because they're they're playing like no some fucking overseas. No, that's game. when they have it televised because people are gonna watch from overseas and things. But sometimes nah, catch I remember a game. one time they were playing the sh- they were playing Jeremy Lin and it wasn't televised uh, on the Shanghai Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's what it's called. That could that be a China law team, still, but we don't want to speak on that. Still, <laughs> they got CCTV over there, eh? yeah, not CCTV. Um, what's it called? Censored TV over there. Can't go on YouTube in China. You didn't know that. But let's not get political. <laughs> you can't walk on roads in China still. <laughs> but yeah, just summing it back up. Like, again, I, I feel like preseason has a bunch of different aspects to it. And it's really just a matter of kind of picking and choosing what you want to take away from the games that are being played. Because they're going to get played. Again, the star players might not necessarily be in the games or they might not be in the games for long. But you can still make the most of whatever is happening, whether it's a rotation battle, whether like, for instance, like. I'm personally going to tune into a Kings game to see whether or not Buddy Heald and, and Tyrese Halliburton, like what that split in terms of minutes is going to look like, right? Because uh, that's vital to my fantasy team. Well, not vital, but whatever. It's important to me. I have to, I have to make sure I'm aware. I have to make sure I'm aware. Let me try lightly. I have to make sure I'm aware. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like those are the, the, the things that you can take away, especially if you're playing fantasy basketball. Or if you're just a general basketball fan, right? If you have a home team, you want to kind of know how it figures out. I'm also going to be interested in seeing how the Raptors starting lineup looks because... That's a good one. I but actually don't Pascal's know. Pascal's out. I know, but I'm just saying generally, though, like, because, for instance, like, okay, we have, my what I'm thinking is, it's Van Vliet, Trent, OG, probably start Barnes for now, and then either Achua or um, Boucher. Ken Birch. Or, oh, no, or Ken even Birch. Ken Birch. I forgot about that guy. Boucher's not starting still. Boucher can't start. Okay, then Ken Birch. But you see, and this is what I want to know, because it's like, there's all this hype around Boucher coming into the season, but if he can't catch the starter minutes, nah, but that's what I'm saying. That's bad teams, though. Like, I it's it's cool for bad team. Like, we're a bad team. It pains me to say, but bad teams, I bet preseason means something. It also means something for the rookies because you know the rookies are gonna play regardless. Like, they're gonna play. So, like, I'm excited to see guys like Kate Cunningham and Jalen Suggs and shit like that. But beyond that, fam, it is what it is. Though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But let's move a little bit forward. Um, I guess we'll save the best for last. So right now, so let me just give a bit of, of background information. So Andrew Wiggins um, took a stance and said that he did not want, originally wanted to get, he did not initially want to get vaccinated because he didn't see, um, 
I have some very, phrases very, very, very shitty. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote the man. But basically, what he was saying is that he did not want to get vaccinated for personal reasons. Um, he then tried to make the shift and say that it was for religious reasons. I think point blank, the man just didn't want to get the vaccine. If I'm being 100 percent honest with you, whatever his reasons are, is his own business. He just didn't want to get it. Um, basically, because he plays for Golden State, which is the city of San Francisco, they have a mandate that anybody um, that wants to enter an arena right, or is in a closed building with a certain level of capacity, has to be fully vaccinated. Um, and again, this is not un, this is not like uh, uncommon for densely populated cities um, with more to come. So it was understood that like New York, LA, San Francisco, and some of the bigger cities in America are going to have this mandate. Um, but now uh, there was this article on Reddit, and they're basically raising the concern as to whether or not it's unethical to force somebody to take a vaccine in order for them to be able to do their job. Um, and then using the Wiggins case as case in point. And if I'm being 100% honest with you, I'm indifferent. I don't really have a strong opinion one way or another because I understand that like outside of basketball, like you are an employee. And I think a lot of people forget that, right? Like you are an employee. And if it's not in the league's hands to make a decision, then what do you really expect them to do, right? Um, this is a government uh, or a citywide rule, I should say. So it's not a matter of, oh, the NBA is, is um, allowing or not allowing him to do whatever he needs to do. It's literally the rule in the area that he plays, just as if he worked at the Tim Hortons or he worked at the Dunkin' Donuts. If you weren't vaccinated, you're not allowed to be in the building. So I understand. Uh, here's what I'm saying. Go ahead. Here's what I'm saying, right? And this is coming from a man that is vaxxed. Okay, yes, I, w I went up against the fight. I tried to have the fight myself. I was not committed to the fight. I lost the fight. But here's my issue, right? I have no problem with Mandem saying that you have to be vaccinated or whatever the case is. Because generally, when shit like this happens, you'll find that a private business, and the NBA is a private business, you know, they have they make their rules, basically. So if you want to, you know, indulge yourself in my business or you want to do whatever in my business and you have to abide by my rules, I understand that. But in large, what I don't understand is when you have other people like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, when he comes down and he says that any player who does not want to get the vaccine shouldn't even, you know, is a danger to our community, a disappointment in society, like all of this. I'm like, fam, just relax, fam. And this is and this is why when I heard Jonathan Isaac and why he ended up, you know, blowing up for what whatever he was saying is that I don't understand why men feel like they need to bully you into doing this. Like. I understand that, yes, people don't necessarily have free choice. It's a false choice in life all the time when it comes to, you know, Big Brother. But, but at the same time... I know Ben the, Simmons would disagree on that. Story. Whatever, man. But at the same time, right, like, <laughs> like, for, like, for example, Liverpool's coach, like, he says that it's the same thing as drinking and driving. And it's like, I feel like people are just going too far with this in the sense that, yes, we want to keep everybody safe. And yes, you know, it's going to blah, 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 whatever the case is. But at the same time, if I myself don't feel comfortable with something, give me time. Just give me time to feel comfortable. All mans are saying, listen, Wiggins obviously said he didn't want to get vaccinated. But Isaac said, yo, listen, I understand that I may have to get vaxxed, but I just want some time. But, I yo. feel like people have to allow mans the time to get to the point where they're saying, I, I'm going to be comfortable with putting something in my body and I don't even I, I hear that, Chris, first. but I think, I think what they're trying to Jeez, say is, they to, worse, yeah, yeah, they have to put parameters on these things because it's like, okay, if we're saying that we need to allow people time, how much time do you need to make a decision and how much time do you actually need before you realize that you're never going to make that decision? Ah. Wait, Chris, sorry, but who are you talking about? Are you talking about the media or are you talking about like the governing bodies, like the city I'm, of San Francisco? I'm talking, talking about, about, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the media or the, the figures within the companies, like for example, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that is basically, you know, berating players who aren't vaccinated and okay, calling okay, them okay. out and saying that they're calling them names and doing all of this stuff like i don't i don't see the point in that i i don't get it like i feel like everybody should have the right to say when i want obviously you're going to have to get it i'm not saying that these players won't have to get it but i'm saying give them their when they want to get it let them get it that's all i'm saying yeah but it can't be a double-edged sword <laughs> you could say that you're not getting any time to get it, but then you also have to accept the consequences that come along with that, right? Like, and that, I feel like that's people fine. forget that. That's 
fine, we can. But what I'm saying, why does a part of the consequence have to be some man that I don't even really know talking about my character because I don't want to get a vaccine? Yeah, I hear that stuff. Like, what what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That type of stuff, like, that type of stuff is, again, that's a man that's fully vaxxed myself. Like, I just think you should just allow people to do what they want still. But... As I make clear, like you also have to understand the consequences. If you if you decide you don't want to get vaccinated and you understand the questions, fine by me. I only care about the mans that don't want to do something and then want to complain about the consequences. It's that simple to me. I don't need as like like for example, criminal dual Jabbar. I don't need those mans or the mans on TV talking about how stupid these mans are. But to be fair, a lot of these people, like say a Stephen A. Smith, he's gonna he's gonna have pressure on him to say these things. When he's talking about them, because he works for a major company in ESPN, whose obvious obvious profitability revolves around people being able to get vaccinated. So I get it, but like in my head, if Wiggins said he didn't want to get vaccinated and he wasn't going to cry when he doesn't get half his game checks, that's fine by me. Still, like, but I think that's, that's what right. it boils down to, though, right? I, feel, I, I and this is my problem. And again, I'm not. I don't want to sound like that guy, right? I'm vaxxed myself. Let me put that out there. I think people need to understand what the bottom line is, right? The very bottom line is is that, yes, we have freedom. Yes, you have the the ability to make your own decisions, which come with their own set of consequences, right? But I just feel like people want to wait until the the worst of the worst has to happen before you make that decision. And it's like, these are things that you have to consider when you're plotting where you're going to stand, right? but, but, But fam, family, family, if I wanted to do that, then let me do that. But, it's okay, but what I'm saying it. is with Wiggins, right? You knew my thing with Wiggins that, that that really bothered me is like, okay, you said that you were against the vaccine, right? Are you really against the vaccine or you just didn't want to take it because you knew that you thought that there was a way that you'd be able to play without having to get it? I, I that that I agree with. Rose. I agree with because that. if you so really didn't cool. want to take it, you would not take it. But yeah. but that, but but that's why I'm saying like I'm sure all these people understood or all mans understand to a certain degree that you we will have to take it at some point, which is why they say it's vaccine hesitancy. If you want to use that term, fine. But what I'm saying is for a lot of people, even for myself, why I didn't want to get the vaccine is I'm not to say that I don't believe in what it is or when I do have it, that I'm going to be protected from whatever the, from whatever they say I will be protected from. I'm not saying that it's some type of chip or whatever the case is, but what I'm saying is it's the journey that I'm afraid of. You know what I'm saying? And that's for, for most mans, that may be it. It's the road to getting to that point, to getting to that point where they say, this is the vaccine and this is going to help you. But in order for me to do that, I have to put a needle in my body, and I'm not. A, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of that that part. So let me get comfortable with that part before you start coming from my character. I hear that's, that, but that's, what I'm that's saying all is, these a man like you know Jonathan Isaac strikes me as the type of guy where if they say you have to get the vaccine at all costs, he's not playing. That's the vibe I got well, from when he speaking. But that's not what he said, though. But but he can strike you like that. But what he said was, "I'm not saying I will not get vaccinated." He said that. I already had COVID. I already have the antibodies. When you look at what my, you know, demographic is in terms of age, um, health factors and all this, these things, I'm set. I'm good. So for me, it's like, why am I rushing into this? And I well, see, but at this point, it's not even rushing. And that's the part I, that's the problem I, I don't understand. It's rushing for him. You see, we can't. We can't. We can't. Be, we, we, it has to be. We can't do him. this on an individual basis. We have to talk about but things it is wide an scale. It can't be. It can't that's, be. That's, it has to. How is it rushing when why, we all had the same not, information not, at the same not, time? Why do I care? Not this. Is what I'm trying to say, like, it is an individual thing. It has to be. All of this fuckery about you have to get vaccinated for the next man. Fuck off. It's not about getting vaccine for the next man. What fuck I'm saying off. is that we had the same. We had all about? had the same information at the same time. So, so for so, you to say that at this point you're rushing to take it is different. Not an individual thing. What is it? What are you talking about? If it's not an individual thing, you said it's not an individual thing. If it's not an individual thing, what no, is No, what I'm saying is, if in, in terms of your decision, I understand and I agree that it is an individual decision. But what I'm talking about in terms of you being rushed, it can't be. That wide why scale, we all had the same information. Why, why, can't, why is it not him being rushed to take it? Again, he is in a demographic. He's healthy. Proper. He already had COVID, so he has the antibodies. So him taking it, why does he have to take it? Again, that speaks to his personal decision, which I agree is individual. Okay, but I'm talking okay, about in terms of why, access I'm to information. You, saying, why does he have to? Why does he have to take the vaccine? 
he I'm has saying, the antibodies no, and he's I agree. Immune. If he doesn't want to take the vaccine, that's his decision. I said so already. So then he's being so, no, so, okay, he's so not maybe being he's rushed. Right, so he's let's change the, the word. He's not being rushed, but he's getting bullied into taking it. Then why is he being bullied into taking it? Because his mandates involved where they're saying you have to take it. Because that's by business. A certain and time, I agree. Want him to take but what I'm saying is okay. So he's being rushed. What I'm saying, I'm not denying. I'm not denying the fact. That they're giving him the ultimatum, so but at the end of the day, you still have a decision to make. What I'm saying is, and is the that the ultimatum you ha- has the time limit on it. But what I'm saying is that you had the information from the beginning. So for someone to come to you and say that you're being rushed, so what? it's just a matter of you prolonging so a decision you don't, you weren't going to make it anyway. Fam, fam, family, family, family. You just told me that you agree with him in the sense that he doesn't necessarily have to take the vaccine. No, no, no. I never but said that. I said I agree but, with the fact that it's his personal decision. There's a difference. Okay, to not take the vaccine. It's his personal decision. Yes. Okay. All right, so he does not want to take the vaccine, and he's in a demographic that he should not have to take the vaccine because what the vaccine is protecting him from, he's already in a in in a health category where that's well, not going to do anything. First of all, let's not jump it. off the boat here because we don't. I can't say that his someone in his demographic has his, shouldn't take that. We don't have the research to support that because clearly, if they're okay, advising him, we also take don't it, have the. Re- all right, all right, cool. So then we can play the other end of the spectrum as well. The same thing that he was saying. We don't have the research to say that the vaccine won't have him. I'm speaking us personally with, here. With, I'm with, saying with us personally of, here. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. And we also don't have the, va- the the research to say that the vaccine won't give him the adverse effects that it says before you take the vaccine. We don't. You see my point? We don't. All right, but that's my point. <laughs> we don't, but that's my point. My thing is that's this, my right? Point. My thing is so this. this is stupid. It's, it's, this is stupid. Here's my thing. I Again, don't let me not get too far away from my original point. At the very basis, right, it is his personal decision. Right, I'm not arguing that. If he decides to take it or doesn't take it, that's up to him. My only thing that I was saying is understand the consequences of what comes with that decision. Don't act as if you're being rushed because you've had the same information as every other man. At this point, what I'm saying is I don't think that you getting extra time is going to necessarily lead you one way or the another. Or another. I think you already have your decision made in your mind. You're just trying to finagle either whether or not there's another option. Right? Yes. But I yes. don't think that's you being rushed. <laughs> Right, that's just you, that's just you prolonging it until put, very last minute. But they, you're not. You're they, not. They put a time. They put a time limit on when you have to be vaccinated by. Who before it starts, what, do you, what do you mean? Like before, before you start having to to go through these different protocols or getting um or missing game checks if you end up going to arenas or wherever that you can't play. So there's maybe the NBA didn't put a time limit on it, but there's arbitrary time limits on these things, and the time is coming. I just I, I I just don't like the idea of 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 saying that it's being rushed because I feel like we all had the same information relatively around the same time. And um, if you make a decision, the it's the same thing they say about any matter. assignment. And they say if you give someone more time to do a task, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that they're going to finish it within a certain amount of time. If you gave me a week or you gave me three weeks, I'm still going to finish it in the same amount of time. So it's like you you getting all this extra quote unquote time to make a decision to me doesn't influence whether or not you're actually going to change your decision. That's all I'm saying. I think you already know what your decision is. You're just prolonging the inevitable. It's either you're not taking it or you're taking it. I don't think you getting an extra six months to, to you know, teeter your head on it at this point, right, um, is going to change your decision. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, man. All men's are going to get vaccinated. We just don't need the, I don't know, bro. We don't need the extras. In a perfect world, I wish, especially when now when we have... It's like even in Ontario, we have the herd immunity number that we have to reach, whatever the case is, we have to reach for a certain number for herd immunity. Apparently it was 80%. Now it's apparently 90%. Like these shit changes all the time and it's just so annoying. Like, but again, we're, we're talking about, and again, I think this is a common point. I know we're getting a little bit off track here. So let me wrap it up quick. I think an p- important point to consider here is that this is an emerging situation. Like I, I don't like when people take the, the, the approach and saying like, you guys don't know what you're doing. And it's just like, I understand that there's going to come a margin of error with these certain type of things, but it is an emerging situation. You ha- we haven't seen this before, right? So you, you got to kind of, you know, live with certain decisions. And again, if that, if that factors into your decision and not taking it, then so be it. But again, I just don't like when people come on here and say, oh, they don't know what they're doing. This, that, last week they told me this. And it was like, yo, last week we didn't have a Delta variant. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We didn't have the Mew or whatever the hell it is. I don't know, but, um, yeah, or, or the move, like it's always going to be some, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's an emerging situation, fam. Yeah. And that's why niggas don't want to dick it, but we can move on still. Anyways. Um, do you have anything to say, Kevin? You're, you're trying to stay out the politics. 
Well, I'm not just turning into a political thing. Like we're talking basketball. I'm blessed. Yo, all right, let's swing it back. This is actually a basketball. <laughs> let's swing it back. Let's swing it back. Um, so lastly, I know we over the past couple weeks we've been talking about Ben Simmons, but it just seems like every time I, I look back at my articles or look back at my phone, there's a new update about this. I'm gonna call it a soap opera at this point. So, uh, so right now, as it currently stands, and I'll let Chris speak to a little bit more of the details. But right now, Ben Simmons says that he's not trying to play. He's okay paying the fines and whatever sacrifices and repercussions come with him not reporting um, to whatever situation it is. I don't know if that's the Sixers. I don't know if they're going to trade him beforehand. So and so be it. Um, but I'll shoot it to Chris because I think you have a little bit more details on the situation as our 76ers insider. <laughs> nah, bro. Mine's are, mine, first of all, this is pain. This is absolute pain, bro. To think that Ben Simmons would stoop or to think Rich Paul would stoop to this type of level, to the fact that an unprecedented move, all, I'm sure all man's by now heard, $8.25 million Ben Simmons is for, foregoing because he says that he's not coming back. And right now, what 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 it, what's the thing is that the Sixers basically have that in, es, in escrow. And the reason why they did it is because coming up for preseason games and coming up for actual NBA games, they don't have to run them down for these fines. They can literally just minus the money out of the account. Withhold the money from every his checks, though. Yeah, every time he doesn't come, they will just take the money. So they don't have to reach out to him or whatever the case is. They will, they're just going to minus the money. And apparently that was something that they knew would, would have happened. But yo, Chris, place. quickly before you continue, we have to also understand, like, that's the difference between a fine, right? And a preemptive warning. Like fine happens fines happen after the fact. <laughs> if I'm telling you this beforehand, they're gonna garnish his wages, but continue. Yeah, definitely. And but apparently they, they understood that is the case, but as I said, it's unprecedented because no one has ever done this before. I remember when Kawhi got traded to Toronto, all man's like, Oh, he's not playing. That shit got shut down early. Um but you know, with that coming up in the news cycle, apparently a new team emerged and, and we knew like the teams that were in talks with you know Philly, yeah, Chris, like sorry sorry can we get can we take speak on Ben Simmons and get to the trade part after? I, I no worries, no worries. but like, <laughs> I... listen, resolve. See, Ben Simmons has the type of resolve that Andrew Wiggins wish he had, because he's not a slave to the almighty dollar. Eight point two m's. Fuck it. Told Chris, if he sees Bet Embiid, he's slapping him in the face. First That's of all, the cost of not no, slapping no, no. a man okay, in the face. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Well, I, I, before you say nah, he does not want to. He doesn't want to see Embiid. Period. He's not doing nothing to Embiid. He's a bitch, fam. By now we know this. Hey. And the truth so let's comes out. That hey. The truth comes hey. out. Hey. Just change what that. He's a fucking what, faggot, fam. He doesn't want to see him. Hey. Period. What I, hey, what I know is one man just showed his result. Yeah, his, his resolve is like he doesn't want to see a man. That's that's his resolve. The resolve is unprecedented. The man says, "Stop the begging, don't gas up the PJ, return that, stop the fussing and fighting, <laughs> keep your money." I'm cool over here still. That's enough money to feed generations. But fuck it, because I'm not playing for this organization again. I'm not stepping foot in this place again. A man like Doc Rivers, eat a dick. Daryl Morey, eat a dick. Eight point two million, soft. That's resolve still. See what man's talk about? They won't do something or they don't want to do something. But when, you know, push comes to shove, and when I say push, I'm talking about the dollars. A man like Ben Simmons said it's light. So I have to respect that. And that has to, that cannot go by unhighlighted. Listen, it's, I don't even, I don't want to, I don't want to credit him for it though, because I don't feel like it's something to be credited. The fact that you yeah. are willing to do this, number one, it's stupid. Just plain stupid. Like there was other ways to go about get doing yo, this with getting your money at the same time. We'd be so, laughing at him if he popped up on first day, anyways. We would be laughing. Yeah, but I, okay, but we're so laughing at you now. Ah, uh, I'm you, laughing you, at you. You, you, have, you, have, you, you may have you have some people that oh you do it, Ben Simmons, stay ten toes, nigga. That's eight point two five million dollars. No, nah, but I'm saying, day, I'm saying both. I'm saying both. Like <laughs> nah, bro. Let, let, let's let's be honest here. No, like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Listen, he's an idiot for going to 8.2 million. But when I'm talking about resolve, 
There's a lot of men who have said they would do things similar to what he's done and never even came this close. Okay, Yo, am I wrong for saying that that could like there could be a tax a tax break involved? Like if he if he if he gets fined or no no no, 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 there has no, to be no. something loophole. There's no, no I can't. He's just, he's it. just a man of his word. There's no Rob. way that a man sitting on there. Why? Because yo, you're mad because he's not a slave like us for eight point two million. Come on, he's not a slave like us. Cut it out, man. Cut it out. Is that what you're mad cut about? Cut it out, man. Listen, <laughs> I can look at him. Running a deadly narrative. I can look at him, man. I can look at him and say, listen, listen. Listen, the almighty dollar would have me lacing up my kicks, doing whatever Doc Rivers said. Fam. See? Within reason, obviously. Right? Let me tell you something. Positive. I thought a man like Shaq had integrity until I seen him in the Papa John's commercials, <laughs> popping out with pizzas. <laughs> this is why you're not understanding, him the bag. Rob. <laughs> Rob, this is why you're not understanding how unprecedented and how iconic this is that what Benson is doing. It That's the wrong word, no, man. No, there's two words. <laughs> it's iconic and stupid. There's two words. We don't need to be exclusive here. It is iconic and stupid because he stuck to his guns. He told Matt, I am not coming back. You will not see me. 8.2 M's, whole generation, can feed a whole country, maybe even five. And Matt said, fuck it. I don't rate it. But I rate the resolve. That's simple. Nah, bro. Honestly, I don't rate it at all, fam. Like, it's stupid from that aspect in the sense that it's just money wasted. It's stupid from the aspect of, at the end of the day, bro, at the end of the day, now mans are looking at you. Teams are looking at you, and there is a narrative building. Honestly, I don't think so. Fam, there there has to be a narrative building. We do this every time. You know what? Because we did this with Harden. We do this every time. No, 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 no. That's different, Kev. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, when, 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 when mans have actions that are deemed irregular or deemed bad, which I'm not saying it's not. It is a bad action. But what I'm saying is every time this thing happens or someone requests a trade, they're going to say, hold on, people say, yo, teams are going to look at them away. Look what happened with Kawhi. People are saying, yo, people are going to look at Kawhi away when they traded for him. No, they don't. James Harden, he was fat. He quit on his team. They're saying, oh, is he going to get in shape? Is he done? Look what happened. It happens every single time. Even Anthony Davis, when he sat out, when he agreed with the Pelicans to not come back, I was looking at it, does he have attitude? Blah, blah, blah. This happens every... I'm not saying it's the same, but I'm saying it's always a different way, but it's the same conclusion. Man's trying to act like this is going to change anything. It's not. It's not. Because everyone believes... This is why it doesn't change. Everyone believes that when I get this player, he'll be right. Everyone believes that. Nobody believes they're going to get a Ben Simmons that's not going to want to play for them. No one believes they're going to get a... If that was the case, he would have been traded already. No, he wouldn't, because I don't need to pay that much. Let's not dissociate his actual value from what we perceive from him. I can perceive him to be a 10-time all-star for the next 10 years. It doesn't mean I'm going to pay that because he's not producing anywhere near that. And his team can't even play him. So, no, it doesn't mean that. I can think Benson is a top 10 player in the NBA. It doesn't mean I'm paying top 10 price. It's definitely different because any uh, any other time we've seen a superstar or whatever the case is say they want out, we've never seen them ask out because of this reason. Because what we know for a fact is... Ben Simmons could not get it done, and now he wants out. You can't name me another scenario where you've had un- like you've had other superstars that have d- done their part. Ben Simmons isn't a superstar, but he, he was supposed. No, talking? no, he's not a superstar. It's now no, that we're no. talking about him not being a superstar. No, he, we, no, we, no, no he's well, what? No, a superstar. He's no, never honestly, been no, in those conversations. No, no, no. Superstar okay, talks. So even if you don't want to put him as a superstar, you, he he was regarded as a star. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm saying that he's not regarded as a star. That's that's basically what I'm that's saying. Not what I'm you said sorry, the first get, time. All right, Mas get touch you with the superstar stuff. Yes. I understand. I remember. Oh, yes, you should understand. Yes, you should understand. Oh, not a superstar. Yeah, not a superstar. Anyway, I understand. Mas, 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 Mas start bleeding from the vagina anytime you hear that word. So cool. Just don't talk foolish. He was a, he was regarded I as a star. I believe when you talk foolishness. He was regarded as a star, and now he's not regarded as such. Or he should not be regarded as such because he has not shown us that he deserves to be regarded as such. And after what he did. After what he did, instead of saying that I'm going to come back or I'm at least going to handle myself with some form of class, some form of dignity, instead, he wants to tuck his dick between his legs and say, no, I'm, I'm not facing anybody. Bro, I understand what said? I did to that community. I understand what I did to that franchise. I understand what I did to that team. I say and instead of me coming back in there and at least exiting with some pride and dignity, I'm going to tuck my shit between my legs and I'm going to exit. That's the idiot thing. What a man. Like, what is that? You, what a man, Robs. If you quit your job, what are you supposed to do? That's respectable. How do you? How do what you do show you professionalism when you quit, Rob? You, 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 you give it two weeks. No, no, and you no, no, you finish your contract. Rob, Robs. 
in in June when he told the Sixers, "I'm not playing for you guys again." That wasn't his two weeks. It was. That was, that, that was all right. He's uh, on I'm contract. Done. What are you I'm talking done. about? What are you Robert. talking about? <laughs> actually, yo, it's, it's a, yo, it's a sticky that? situation, man. still, because he it's is a work, yo, but he doesn't say he's not playing like for you. That. Yo, the thing is, the man. It's not like the man just popped up. It's not like he was expected to show up to training camp, and he didn't. What happened was he told Mans, and Mans thought he was in a series. He wasn't a guy. That's what they thought. He thought he was like everybody else who does not have resolve, who is a slave to the almighty dollar. But he's not. It's that simple. They were wrong. They played their cards, and they were wrong. Turns out Ben Simmons is a guy. <laughs> You're fucking sick. You know this. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> sick in your head. <laughs> like this is disgusting. Honestly, this is fucking nasty. I can't yo, believe it. I truly, the thing is, I, I truly believe it, but I also have to say, yo, he's an idiot for foregoing the eight point two million. Man, fuck the be. fuck the money, fam. Yeah. I, at the end of the day, the actions that are taking place is ridiculous. Yo, as I said, Ben Simmons definitely fucked over his team, but they also fucked him over at the very end. And I'm not saying that they're they're wrong for what they're doing, oh, but in that yeah. process, I can't play for you again. And I understand. I uh, listen the way I see it. Both men should just be done with each other. Why would Philly want him back after everything he's put them through? After the, everything they've done to try and accommodate him and it's not working. Why would you want this man back? And on the other side, if I'm Ben Simmons and you spoke about me the way you did and I take offense to that, I'm not playing for you again. It's that simple. Man's keep making it seem like this has to be something where, oh, Ben Simmons is the only one in the wrong. No. Ben Simmons fucked him over first. And I get why. Sorry, Ben Simmons fucked him over first. Philly got mad. People in the organization are mad. They spoke out. Whatever. It happened. I understand how it happens. I don't blame you for it happening, but you have to understand your decision. This is what I keep saying. If you make a decision, understand the consequences. If you want to speak out about a player like that, when they ask you a question on him, right after game seven, right after when emotions are high and you're the head coach, fine. I can understand where it comes from. I can understand your frustration of dealing with this guy for 82 games trying to get him to shoot basketball and he won't shoot it. But understand he can't play for you again. It's that simple. So I don't feel any... I'm, I'm not looking at this situation saying, oh, he did anything wrong. In terms of his play, yeah, he did. He obviously didn't play well enough for them to get anywhere. And a lot of the, the places where they faltered was because of him. That I understand. But in terms of him on his way out, there's nothing wrong with what he did. When players want out, they tell Mans they want out. He didn't say, I want out, and just stop showing up to practice. He told Mans he, does not, he wants out two months ago. It was on you to trade him. You didn't. Jason Boynt, though. <laughs> I, have no, I have nothing to say to this nastiness, though. <laughs> bro, the thing about it is, like, yo, I'll yeah, remember it, at... though. I'll definitely, I'll definitely remember it, though. That's for sure. Remember it. Yo, I just don't understand, like, what, what did the Sixers am, expect? I don't, I don't understand what the Sixers are expecting, though. Like, they didn't think, he, they thought he'd show up eventually. That's the thing. That's but what like, they where, thought. Where's, 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 the, where's the backup plan? Where's the plan B? Like, you really, my thing is, as an organization, and again, I think we make the mistakes as, avid basketball fans of thinking that we're smarter than these organizations but then when they leave things like this out in the open it really starts to believe it makes me start to think like who's really in charge like how do you not have a contingency plan to say if he does not show what do you mean by what do you mean by contingency like where's where's like i just feel like okay season starts in two weeks right from when he said he was not reporting to champ in what was that june or july whenever that was right as an organization I feel like you have to have contingency plans because if he said that and I truly don't believe him, I still have to have the backup plan and say, you know what? Even if this guy doesn't really show up, here's what we're going to do. Yeah, they do have it on And they do have the backup plan. The backup plan is we're withholding 8.25 million. Bro, that, that can't be it, man. There's too many smart people in the organization for that to be the plan. Still, come on, man. Let's be honest, man. Let's let's keep it real, man. man. What I'm not, what I'm not going to do, what I'm not going to do is laughing joke <laughs> as if what the man is doing right now is something that is commendable. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So you guys, you guys have it. Have your fun still. I'm just saying as a big organization of like at, in that, of that level, managing millions of dollars, have how many people on staff, how many pe- smart people that have been in the basketball community for years, you would think that the contingency plan would be X, Y, and Z. And all right, all right, all right, so what was the contingency plan for Harden? What do you mean? What was the contingency plan for AD? What do you mean, though? What was the contingency plan for Fam, the, the, the difference between those things is that... What those... was the contingency let me see. plan, Are you going to speak? The contingency <laughs> plan didn't have time to build because they, those guys said that mid-season, fam. They didn't have two months no, of just... No, 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 they didn't. Harden came no, into the season didn't. saying he's not playing. And then he's still playing. Hard, 
They said that Harden sat down with the mans a no, month like before it before happened. Yeah, something like that. But what I'm and saying said is, that he does not want to play for Houston anymore. And I get what that. Was it, was the around, it was around this time. It was around. I get that. I get that. I get that. But what my what my point is is that those when they signed with little baby and the honey buns. What was the contingency? Okay, but what I'm saying is, even if you want to, if you want to compare compare it, even if you want to compare it, Fab, having two weeks versus three months is not the same. Me giving you three months for you to sit on your ass and, and say this is my plan when when training camp comes after you done said he's not playing is different from when you see Harden no. playing with, with little no, baby and honey buns two weeks before the season starts. Chris, right? I don't necessarily agree with Rob saying like contingency plan, right? But like, do you not think that the Sixers sat on their hands in this in this situation? Silence, eh? <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. As I said, still like. Ben Simmons is a guy. He might be a stupid guy, and I want to make that clear. Like, I'm not commending him for foregoing $8.2 million. I'm just commending him for being able to stick to what he said. A lot of men say a lot of men have said they'll do this, and they simply don't. Right? So, like, when he does, when a man does decide to do it, I gotta read him. Just how if a man that said I'm not getting vaxxed, foregoes half his game check if he doesn't get vaxxed. I might think you're an idiot. For not for, for foregoing 15 M's, but I understand that you want to stand in your in your feelings, in your in how you feel. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that if you want to be a man of, of your of, of conviction. And you understand the and and you understand every the time movement. they talked about that 8.25 million, what did they say? Ben Simmons knows. Didn't he start liking pictures of the fines that he was ah, getting? They said he knows why go on. That's all I need. Hey, if you're a man of conviction, then then be a man of conviction. All I'm saying is all I don't right. really agree with it, but I suck with some time still. Looking like Chris got hot, I had to drop the mic. But <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Like I I I'm not gonna get into the whole 76ers organization because I feel like that's a whole pot in and of themselves. I don't know what the hell they're doing at this point because seasons around the corner and I don't see any any plan in action. Oh shit, yo, 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 my thing was on mute the whole time. Oh, oh saying you were chatting up a storm, eh? Damn, <laughs> I was telling you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like this guy's big mad, man. Big mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yo, oh, you, honestly, on, all just like you were talking fuckery, bro. How? Like, what are you talking about contingency plan? How? What are you As an organization, about? you have to have a backup <laughs> plan. What's the trades? Chris, what's, run us through the trades now still. Oh, real quick. So they're saying that, um, what do you call it? And the only reason why they're saying that, okay, right now they're saying Indiana has the best trade package, apparently, allegedly, because obviously we don't know. But they're saying that Indiana has the best trade package and they're willing to put Turner, um, uh, Karis LeVert, um, um, uh, well, what's their that's our rookie? Uh, I can't remember his name, Duran or Durain or whatever his name is. And Chris Dorte, yeah, whatever his name is, Chris Dorte. And they have and, and beer picks, so they have all their picks. So apparently, that's the best offer on the table right now. Is that the three way deal but, or is that just uh, between nah, 76ers and Pacers? That's just a two way deal. Okay. And they, they're saying that, that that offer is basically Indiana is just looking at Philly, you know, and you're just staring at them like, fam, like, you know, you're not getting better than this, so just take it and, and, let's, and let's boogie. Um, but apparently, man's, other mans are in it too. And personally, my favorite offer is the ones from the Spurs of DeJounte Murray, Derek White. And this is like obviously alleged trade offers, man's making it up. I think Bobby Marks wrote an article for The Athletic about it as well. Um, but Bobby, um, not Bobby Marks, DeJounte Murray, Derek White and a couple of draft picks, whatever the case is. I feel like that trade would definitely help us in two ways. You have a guard like um, DeJounte Murray that can play defense, you know, very active. He can do a lot of the same things that Ben Simmons did, but obviously he wouldn't be able to guard in the same way necessarily. But he's that type of defender, though. Like he can get steals, he can, you know, guard your one and your twos. He's very long, athletic. I think Yo, that, I will add to this, Chris. Uh, Nate Duncan said that Dejounte Murray is the best point guard defender in the league. Just point that yeah, out. There. Like I, I, fam, like I wouldn't say go, I wouldn't go that far, but I would say though, like definitely that would be a deal that I would accept if I was Philly at this point in time to just you know say fuck it, you know, like I'll go get Dejounte Murray, I'll take Derek White, and Derek White is also he can play one and two, and he can shoot the ball. You know, what I'm saying like. He can also play his his defense in whatever the case is. Like he's good, so that's the deal that I would definitely accept if I was them. But I understand that what Philly is saying and what Bobby Marks was saying is that they are basically tr- dug in. They're saying, "Fuck Ben. <laughs> if Ben wants to have his money blown up, we will definitely do it, and we'll wait until December fifteenth when all players can be traded to us." 
when the entire league are, is available. And at that point, teams know what they are, who they are, and what pieces they need. And again, Philly is saying what I was saying the entire time. We have the best trade trip on the market regardless of the situation. So why not wait? It pains me because he's on my fantasy team. But like as a as a fan of Philadelphia, if, that, if, if the team truly believes that that's the way to get the best offer, and some of these trades that are on the table right now, I believe they're going to be here forever and ever. No one is going to be like, nah, we're not giving you DeJounte Murray anymore, or whatever the case is. They're, they will still do it. So why not wait? My, uh, my question to you, Chris, um, quickly. If two months from now, December 15th, you get DeJounte Murray and um, what's his name? Derek White. Are you not going to be cheesy that you have to wait two months for that bullshit? Not bullshit, but like, are you not going to be cheesy you have to wait two months for the same thing? No, because I understand what the opportunity cost is. Okay. Like, okay. If, if we have the ability to wait for potentially better, why not? That's okay. my mindset. Uh, that Indiana offer is garbage. Miles Turner does absolutely nothing for you on your team still. Like, on that team specifically. With Joel and Beat, he offers you nothing. That's a guy that's coming off your bench, not doing anything for you. Um, Karis Levert literally and he's can't hurt stay now. Healthy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah he literally can't healthy. stay healthy. So that offer is honestly trash. I thought it would have started with Brogdon, but guess not. Um, yo, I like their. I like Dejounte just because like he replaces Ben defensively, not a hundred percent, but as close as you can literally get. And you get Derek White. I don't think Derek White's a good player, but I understand he could start for you. So like to get two starters for Ben. At this point in time, I think is pretty good. As I've continuously said, like I don't think you get any better trading Ben Simmons. Like the idea that you were going to upgrade a player was always far fetched to me. And I think we're getting to the point now where like Philly fans and the organization are starting to realize that that's just not happening. Still, so it's kind of which pack? What's the best package we can get? We're definitely here now. Still, we're we're in the. We're in the, I can sense it. Like, man's just wanted to be over. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is one of those things that is not going to ever, like, it's just going to be a constant cloud over the franchise. I got niggas talking crazy about my team that, that don't even have a, that don't even have a team that they support, number one. Get out of here. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just stupidness. And I, I, as a Philly fan, honestly, I'm over it. Like, I just want to move on now, still. So. We'll see what happens, man. As I said again, I feel like I say this for the past month and a half. It, 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 it's going to have to come to an end at some point, right? Or maybe not, as, as if Ben is really a man of his convictions. But again, I, I don't know what's going to happen, man. I don't, I don't like that Pacers offer. Let me just throw that out there. I, I agree with Kev. I, I don't think it. I think it would have to be a three-team trade. Because that does absolutely nothing yeah. for it. Yeah, I, but I think, apparently, three team trades get to get no, killed like super quick because, like, you know, Mans aren't coming in the three team trade feeling like they're just here to supplement the team. <laughs> just to facilitate. Still, no, but like for instance, like, I feel like if a three, if, like, if it's a three team trade and somebody can get Miles Turner out of it, it's better than the Sixers getting it for nothing. Like that's just not that's he's not a piece that fits with the roster. Like so, if a third team came in and all they ever got out of the deal was Miles Turner and they gave up a pick and maybe like a. a just a guy that would fit better with Philly's rotation that like you could benefit from that. Like a lot of times when people do three team trades, a third te- team is not there to really shake shit up. They're just there to either facilitate money or take on a player that they feel as if is going to benefit their team. Right. It's not always about being a, an integral part of the actual big pieces, right? Just go in and, and take your piece, fam. Take your chicken leg. You don't need the whole breast, but take a leg, fam. You know what I mean? I hear you. Um, but yeah. I mean, again, preseason starts today. Um, that Brooklyn Laker game finished. I think Cam Thomas went off for like 22 points on 50% shooting. So yeah, he's, a a buck. Buck. he's a bucket. I, I, I had no idea Paul Millsap was on the net. Yeah, he signed. Like, they're doing something kind of weird over there. Like, I don't know. <laughs> this is fudging the tax bill, Sella. Yo, it's going to, honestly, the Lakers and the Nets, it's going to be one of those teams where, like, yo, if you went back and looked at this team six, seven years ago, it's <laughs> full of men that are all NBA players. Still. I'm telling you. It's crazy. I don't know. But yeah, Cam Thomas went off, 50% shooting. I didn't really see the rest of the stat lines. That was just what was popping up on my feed. But again, Probably it's has nothing else in there. So. Yeah. Um, no, nah, he had 21 points in 22 minutes. On 50% yeah, shooting, that's my... I, I, told, I, told Rob's about, I told Rob's about the man, and he's in, on, a, on the next pod that we were doing when you were in LA, Kev. And the man was talking, telling me that Cam isn't like that. No, that's not what I said. So he rather... You rather have Tory and Prince. I apologize. That's what okay, let's frame the argument, Kev. What I was saying fuck ass niggas. This guy's gonna come and tell me they're saying that he'd rather take the rookie that that Josh Buckets over a veteran player that could potentially start for you. And I said as as good as Cam Torian Thomas Prince. may appear to be, he's still a rookie. Man, Torian Prince is is a, has been a starting forward in this league for years. Have Torian. 
I'll take right, Cam. Cool. You have Who are you taking, Kev? I'll I'm taking Cam. Turin sucks, bro. Yo, Rubs, Rubs, I'm going to tell you something. And now, once <laughs> I've told you it, it's never going to escape your mind when you watch him. He can't dribble. Now, now, now next time you watch him, it's going to vex you. There's a lot of people that can't dribble, fam. Come on. Yeah, and those men, I'll take, I'll run, I'll roll the dice on the on the men that can, I'll roll the dice on anyone. Give me Cam, you can have Torian. It's okay. If it fails, I'll cut my losses. At least I don't have some man that's clogging my bench that I have to roster because he's an NBA vet. <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. As I said again, preseason's on his way, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully, by the next time we talk, we can have a little bit more um, gameplay to review because right now I don't know if a lot of people are actually playing, but by then hopefully some of the stars will actually be in the rotation and we'll see what's going on with the lineups. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for today, man. We're about to hit the 50-minute mark. Nice, clear-cut, concise pod. Um, you guys have anything you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, three years ago or four years ago, Turian Prince cost me a fantasy championship. He scored zero points. So that's a biased Saturday, opinion. So. Don't listen to that, guys. Nah, <laughs> so Robs, Robs. Watch him next time, and then come and tell me if he can. In fact, I I I can I acknowledge the fact no, no, that no, him selling my roster it was the motivation for me to understand why he's so bad. <laughs> that's what. It so was. you did a case study, fam. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's crazy. What do you have to say, Chris? For wrap up, I'll take Cam. Still, that's it. You do that. Still, you do that. Um, I'll take Torian. Yeah, man. It's a hard report. As I said again, a lot of good things are in the works. We're cooking up some stuff. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share with someone who's willing to take a listen. Never hoard a good thing. Um, be open-minded as, as we go through the rigors of, of, of creating and maintaining and updating the podcast. So as you said, again, we have a surprise coming in the pipeline next couple of weeks. So make sure you guys stay tuned from that. Other than that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Take care.